0: you know what it is you know what we're here to do back on screen we're back with the boys here coming to you maybe i guess we could say live we're not live really but we're coming to you from austin texas the capital of the best state in the united states i'm your host hernan gonzalez here with the boys starting off with my gb what's up mate how you doing
1: what's up brother i'm back uh, another skype episode but we're here ready to go cowboys game is playing currently as we're recording so we got an eye on that but hey we got a lot of talk about uh, soccer wise so
0: Yes, we got a lot to talk about tonight. Some some soccer to talk about in the Austin FC side of things because we had a preseason game, but also we got Bali in here as well. So, you know, we're going to get into the Arsenal side of things. So, Bali, come on in here, mate. Tell the people how you doing, man.
2: I'm doing great, man. Awesome, man. I've been I've been buzzing all week and uh today, you know, uh, man, I, like I said, I've been saying I'm dreaming and I don't want to wake up. Yeah, man. Top of the league. You guys must be flying, yeah.
0: mate. You guys yeah. must
2: be flying we're flying not just me but all the arsenal fans in austin
0: all the arsenal fans shout out to uh sir chips my homie big arsenal fan from uh twitter also we got primo in here y'all y'all know him but primo you were at the tavern today with uh shout out to our friend david y'all were out there two gunners how was that experience man it was a roller coaster of a game three to two how was it living it at the tavern
3: man it was a. Uh... They get crazy out there, man. There's a lot of <laughs> Arsenal fans here in Austin, man. They, it's just a huge group, over like, over like 50 people for sure, bro. And it's like a small place, so everything's kind of packed, compact in there. And so uh, when they're scoring goals, man, it'll get loud. And it was just a great atmosphere overall. That tavern place is a, a real cozy, cozy uh, little spot to to watch some footy. That's dope, man.
0: That's dope. Uh, let's see. And myself today, I was at a skating ring, a a skating ring, kids' birthday party. So I was there chilling, uh, focusing on the podcast. I was, I took my notes with me, and I was did watching my. No, I I actually don't know how to skate, y'all. Oh, ah, like come those, on, bro. It was like those roller skate things. <laughs> I'm not it. Yeah. I took my nephew and my niece. Uh, my girl was out there too. They all had a good time. Uh, the one thing that I did was I I I paid for it, but they had fun and uh, i i tried it a long time ago but i busted my ass so i was done right there but they had fun the, the handles they, i'm <laughs> i'm too tall for it i'm too tall for it and the guy at the front desk told me that they only had small and medium so i was yeah. like ah okay well god is trying to uh, tell me something so but hey, let's get into the episode. Actually, before we get into the episode, I want to send a shout out to Lupe, our sponsor of the podcast and We're Austin TV. I always send her a shout out here. Um, you can find her information on the We're Austin TV bio on Instagram. She's a realtor here in Austin. If you're looking to buy a home or sell a home, just making it easier on you, make sure to hit her up. She can get you those details on how to, um, how to just make things easier for you, I guess you can say that. And before we get into the podcast, I also want to send, um, I want to say... Rest in peace to Mr. Anton Walks, uh, the the Charlotte player that that passed away just a couple of days ago. Uh, tragic, tragic news that hit the the Twitter timeline, hit really world news. Everybody was making their posts about it. It was something really unfortunate that happened. Anton Walks, very young, twenty five years old soccer player for Charlotte FC, died in a boating accident. So we just want to say rest in peace to him from the Top Flight Podcast.
2: I know Bali maybe wanted to say some stuff. it's very very sad bro you know 25 years old bro you know you're just just starting your life you know you're so young playing the the sport that you love and then stuff happens you know and uh you just got to cherish those moments bro you got to cherish the moments that you have with people bro because anything can happen you you know uh your day can just your day can come and just boom you're out of this world like this man so fast so it's very very sad bro you know young player and i feel for the charlotte fans bro i've seen that the owner and uh the fans were outside, leaving leaving flowers outside the stadium, leaving flowers, and a uh, very very sad moment, bro. You know, but uh, man, I'm praying for the for the Charlotte fans, and I'm praying for that kid's family.
0: One hundred percent, man. And one thing that I kept thinking about it was the fans that we know, you know, uh, Top ben 90, Charlotte FC fan TV. Um, I was thinking about the hurt that they were that they must be feeling right now. You know, they f- they follow these teams just like how we follow Austin FC, Man United, Arsenal. Real Madrid, Chelsea, and to have one of the players from your club pass, I can't imagine that happening here in Austin. I mean, I mean, we would be absolutely devastated if something like that happened to um, one of our boys here. But unfortunately, the Charlotte family is going through something real heavy right now, and I hope that they can bounce back and make their 2023 season something uh, special in uh, memory for Mr. Anton Walks. Once again, rest in peace to <clears throat> Let's get into the podcast now. One of the first topics that we're going to get into, we got to talk about Mr. Owen Wolf getting a call up, his first call up to the U.S. men's national team, U-20. Fantastic news for him. I got uh, something right here from the Austin FC website before I get take from Mr. B. It says Austin FC midfielder Owen Wolf has been called up to the U.S. U-20 men's youth national team for the program's domestic training camp taking place in Bradenton, Florida. I think that's where the Austin FC team is actually at right now. From January 19th to 29, the call-up is Wolf's first at the U-20 international level, following two with the U.S. US U-19 men's national team in 2022. B. What's your take on Mr. Owen Wolf getting a call-up to the U-20s, mate?
1: Hey man, this is great news for him. Uh, great news for Aus- uh, Austin FC fans because he's one of our own. Uh, great news for the U.S. men's because he's a talented player. Uh, and I mean, let's be real—he's following following the the, the footsteps. He's. He's climbing the ladder. The the print is there for him. It's just gotta work hard. He's he went from U seventeens, U 19s, it's U20s turn. And if he keeps working this way, he'll end up cracking at the senior team. And um this is I mean, his dad played, I mean, his dad played for the US, Reina played for the US. This is a family that's involved. Pedigree in this. right there, bro. So they Pedigree. know the process. They know the process, they know what it takes, and it's up to the kid to to show if he wants it or not.
0: Yep. And uh, so far, 18. He's showing it. Yes, sir. Wolf, 18 years old, recently, 18 years old, completed uh, with, competed with the US u 19 side, which won the Slovenia Nations Cup last September, y'all, <clears throat> scoring a goal in the team's second match of the tournament against Croatia. Big ups to him, man. Uh, yeah. Bali, anything you want to add on Mr. Owen Wolf?
2: I'm proud of the kid, bro. You know, when I saw him play, I knew that he was going to be a star. And he's the future. He's the future for our club, and he's the future for the US men's national team. So, I mean, I'm excited and I'm happy for him. I saw that he did an interview with his father at the, whenever they went to go visit. Uh, I was PSB. about to bring that up. Good stuff, Bob. Uh, I was about to bring that up. That was a great interview. You know, we got we got to know a little bit more about him and his personality and the way he he carries himself. And I'm 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 excited for the kid. I know he's a future, and uh, can't wait to see him in the senior team. Hopefully one day.
0: Yeah, man, we we have shared a bit of uh of those of that interview. I guess you could say the podcast interview that Josh Wolf and Owen were on. And if you notice, he. Owen himself, he's wearing a PSV like jacket, little anthem training top, whatever you want to call it. So there is links there. I remember earlier, or actually late last year, maybe early this year, something came out saying that there was interest in Owen Wolf from PSV. And I can 100% see him making that leap into those uh, leagues up there in the, uh, I guess you could say in the lower European side, right? I mean, it's not one of the top, top ones, right, B?
1: Uh, I mean, it's right up there. I mean, you, I would I would put it above the Portuguese league, in my opinion. Maybe really? that's a hot uh, take. I might get some hate for that. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's up there, but if, if, if it's right there and there with the Portuguese and the ADVZ league. So, I, I think it's a high quality. I mean, 10 Head came from there. We got, you know, a lot of players come. Ajax always produces young talent, bro. I know it's not PSV, yeah. but it's that league. So, you know, I, I, I give it a lot of props. It's up there.
0: It's up there. It's up there. Big ups to Mr. Owen Wolf. He is making uh, his name known in the u.s men's national team aspect of things and i guess not just only because he is joshua's son you know that has weight itself but the kid has talent i mean we've seen it last season with austin FC came in and he was bodying up dudes you know being young 17 years old playing against some, run. some big boys you know big ups to him right big ups to him uh let's see <clears throat> let's move on to one of the next topics we got here on the top flight podcast for the austin FC side of things it's the league's cup group draw i want to get y'all's reaction first Before we get into the facts and what is going to happen and stuff, what's your initial reactions? Primo, we drew Mazatlan, we drew Juarez, bro. What was your just initial thoughts whenever that information came out, bro?
3: Man, I just... um, I mean, it's definitely teams that are... uh, You know, that don't really shine in the Mexican League. Um, So, you know, right off the bat, you want to say that it's going to be, you know, easy games. Um, Maybe... I think you know the ones that could give us some good work is Juárez. I think um, they can make something happen, so we might have to watch out with them. Um, but it's you know it's it's at the end whoever wants it the most. I mean we can't really sleep on this team. It's gonna be um, the first time this competition happens, so you know it's it's all new to everyone. So um, we'll see how how the boys come up. But um, like I said, it comes out to whoever wants it the most. If Boston SC wants it, then it's there for them to take.
0: 100%. And to the listeners out there that don't really know what the format of the Leagues Cup is, I'm going to just give you a little bit of insight. Uh, The Leagues Cup is a new first-of-its-kind tournament featuring all 29 MLS and 18 League IMX clubs. Both leagues will pause their respective seasons for the month-long event beginning on uh, Friday, July 21st with a final taking place on Saturday, August 19th. That's two days after my birthday. That's pretty cool. The tournament will be played across the US and Canada. No Mexico games. That's, that's, that sucks. But I mean, we know why they all want to make dollars. They don't want to make pesos. We know why. Uh, Let's see what else. The champion as well as the second and third place finishers will qualify for the CONCACAF Champions League and the opportunity to earn a spot in the FIFA Club World Cup. So pretty much place top four in this tournament where we, where we take a break and we pause and you get CONCACAF Champions League. I mean, that's a big opportunity that Austin FC should really think about taking. Bali, I see you nodding. What's your take on uh, Austin FC's group and uh, how they can do in this uh, new tournament, this League's Cup, bro? League's Cup.
2: I think I think we're going to do good. You know, when I heard uh, we're gonna, it was Juarez and Mazatlán, well, I'm kind of happy we don't have to go to Mazatlán. You know, it's kind of crazy. 100%. <laughs> 100%. Crazy there, you know, it's crazy over there in Mexico, especially Mazatlán, yeah. Sinaloa, you know. Nah, but I like uh, man, I, I think I think we can I think we can beat these teams. I think we 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 we're, we're for sure gonna see rotation in these games. We might see some Redes, some Romagna. But uh, you know, I think we should take it serious, and I think that we could win both games.
0: Very interesting. Um, you say winning the games. We do have to note that in this new tournament, this new style, um, there is gonna be no ties. But however, if a game ends one one in the ninety, what I believe is gonna happen, and I think you know, if if I'm wrong, somebody out there can fact check this, but if it ends one, one, two, two, zero, zero in the regular 90, each team will get a point, but will the teams will go to penalties and the winner of that penalty shootout gets an extra point. So they would get two and the, the other team would just get one. Uh, that's going to be pretty interesting. I mean, you guys say the Austin MC is going to win both games. I think definitely we could win one. If we win two, impress 100%, uh, B what was yeah. your, um, reaction to this?
1: Yeah, so I mean, <clears throat> FC Juarez um, and Mazatlán. I mean, Mazatlán's a reincarnation of Morelia. Uh, yes. uh, to the Liga MX fans that that know, uh, they were rebranded and it became Mazatlán. And I mean, if you if you if you give any MLS team the list of the Liga MX clubs and then you circle the top, I don't know, four or five that you would want to have, uh, these two clubs would be in that in that in that in that five, bro. And I think we got the easiest group out of all MLS teams. Let's be real. We got the easiest draw in the Concacaf Champions League, uh, playing against uh, Violet from Haiti, and I think we got the easiest draw in the in this league, this League Cup uh, as well. So I think we're very fortunate, and uh, I think we should take advantage of that. Um, yeah, I mean these these clubs aren't the, the the high these they're not the Tigres, they're not the Santos, they're not the Americas, the Chivas, the, 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 these big names in, in in Liga MX. So I think we should take advantage of this. We should be getting out of this group, bro, pretty easily, in my opinion, bro.
0: Now, it is important to note, B, the Liga MX is in their third match day. You know, they do two tournaments. They do yeah. the Apertura, Clausura. Yeah, it's annoying. So the, it's annoying. It's, it, it, it really is. It was cool whenever we were kids, right? It yeah, was, it, was, it, was, it was cool. But, it was kind of cool. But now, why you whenever you look the into it, why? it, it's like, yeah. eh, kind of lame, Now right? you know
1: why, why they do that? I'm like, wow. Right.
0: Wow, right? <laughs> okay, so they're currently in match day three right now. Pachuca is actually playing Juarez. Juarez is down, losing yeah. to uh, Pachuca. But, I mean... Pachuca's a great side, great side right there, right? Um, The current standings right now in the Liga MX State, what happened right here in front of my face? We got Juarez in 11th spot, just on top of America. Club America in 12th place, B? And Juarez Uh is in 11th? It's Ah, interesting. a little bit of
1: a transition right now, brother.
0: And then uh, Mazatlan in last place, 18th place, mate. So Mazatlan, easy dub. Uh, I think Primo said that Juarez might give us the work. Uh, I think Juarez has Carlos Salcedo, the defender that used to play with Chivas, Played with Mexico just a bit, went to Toronto, had a little bit of a spell there, then worked his way. Oh, no, he went to Russell Lake first, right? Then he went to Toronto, I think, and then he went back to Juarez. <clears throat> I'm also, also not 100%, but I think Marco Fabian still plays for either Juarez or Mazatlan, one of those two. Masa, uh, Marco Fabian was a – once a – great. Once Juarez because, was great.
1: Juarez is, is like that club that, like – just gets all these like big names, older folks. It's like more like a play type of. It's I don't know how to describe it. It's like um, you know, the the, the same kind of vibe of like Houston giving acha acha huge, a huge bag just because of who he is and stuff. It's they make those type of moves there. It's not like they're trying to you know. I mean, they've never won anything. Uh, you know, Mazatlán's a new club. They've been established in 2020, so that's the type of. The clubs that we're facing and we're not, I'm I'm lucky. We're not playing Tigres, bro. I'm not, I'm lucky. We're not playing America America, or or anything, you know? So, so yeah. And and also on this competition real quick, I want to say, I'm, I'm excited for this. This is the first time, uh, that it's this format and this like mini world cup style. And I have a good feeling that this is going to bring a lot of excitement, bro. This is going to help the MLS grow. Uh, I think it's also going to help the IMX in in some way, also with revenue, I mean, money and and having American eyes on on, on the Mexican team. So this competition is going to be pretty big, man. I'm excited for it. And I I really do feel like the MLS fans are going to care about this competition a lot more now, especially in this style format with the World Cup coming, with Copa America coming here. So I think it's a good move business wise for the MLS and the MX.
0: It's also important, you know, it, we cannot stress this enough that both leagues are going to take a pause. So, like, all right, bet yeah, we're going to take a break. Yeah. Let's go play this tournament in the yeah, U.S. It's going to be so lit. There's also prize money. And like I mentioned before, you can, you know, just finish top four. Conquer Champions League guaranteed. Boom, you're there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, that's going to be a, a uh, big plus. And also, just off of a quick uh, Google search, Carlos Salcedo plays for Juarez and Marco Fabian plays for Mazatlan. So, that's going to be Ooh. interesting to... So all the Chivas fans that also follow Austin FC, you're going to be able to see two of your ex uh, players well, two of your ex beloved players. You know, they both played with Chivas at one point in time. They're going to be coming to a Q2 stadium. It's going to be very interesting to see how many um, Juarez fans and Mazatlán fans actually come out uh, to <laughs> yeah. Q2. And hopefully, you know, they're too respectful because we have had Let's some see. other people throw stuff onto the field at, at Q2. And that's a big no, no. You don't want to do yeah. that. Let's see. Anything else we can note on here? Just real quick, I'm going to read this. It says uh, the inaugural edition of the new competition will feature 15 groups consisting of three teams. Teams in each group will play each other, um, other each other once at home venue of the group-seeded MLS teams with the top two teams from each group advancing to the knockout rounds, Liga MX champions uh, Pachuca and MLS champions Los Angeles FC receive buys directly to the knockout rounds. Lucky them, I guess. Let's see, <laughs> boys. Anything else you want to add on the League Cup drop reaction? Maybe
2: Bali. I'm excited, bro. I'm excited for it. I'm. I'm wondering if it, it'll be a, a sold-out Q2 stadium when these teams come. Mm. Hopefully, hopefully it does sell out. You know, to show these Mexican. Mexican teams, that you know, uh, the atmosphere in the in the U.S. it's a it's a good atmosphere, just like in Mexico.
0: Yeah, man, we got a lot of slack over that River Plate game being so yeah. empty. Well, yeah. the ticket prices were outrageous. <laughs> I mean, they were like sixty, seventy dollars, and I mean, honestly, you're not gonna get a lot of fans to pay that much for a team that really they don't care about, regardless also, of how was, historic they are. It is what it is.
1: Yeah. Also, it was on a Wednesday, and I didn't hear anything. I mean, as far as putting it up on the Austin FC sign on Burnet Road, I mean. It wasn't blasted all through social media. It wasn't like, it was just, eh, it's almost like a training for them. I just didn't yeah. think
0: they marketed it well. Just like the Bundesliga game that happened <clears throat> at Q2, it was very yeah. similar numbers. I mean, it, yeah. it, it, the Bundesliga game might have had less people. I was there yeah. shooting for yeah. it. It was it was empty and it was cold. It yeah. was super cold that day. Uh, Let's see. Let's move on. We, got, we talked about the League's Cup. Draw reaction. Obviously, we're all excited. We're very confident in Austin FC and how they're going to do in that tournament. Advancing, right, boys? That's.
1: Well, that's we, yeah, word, right. We're going through, bro. It's, we're if we through. don't go through, it's a catastrophic. It's a failure. It's it's bad. It's not good. We got to go through. Bali.
2: I mean, it just depends what kind of lineup Josh Wolf is gonna is gonna bring out. You know, if he wants to focus on the league and the CONCACAF, and he wants to just throw in the the kids or the the bench players and. We might struggle, bro. It's just, that's just the reality. But um, that's true. That's I hope true. that we do good, man. I, I, I want to beat these teams.
0: 100%. I want fans in Mexico to go back and be like, man, that Austin side, there's something serious. Austin? I don't want them to go back and be also, like, oh, we had a great time in Austin. No, no, no. I want this to be yeah. difficult. Let's bring the Fortress back. Go ahead, man. Exactly. No, I was just
1: saying, I want them to go home and be like, hey, you know, Austin's lit, bro. Austin's lit.
0: Exactly. You know? Primo, Well, what what was your final word on this uh, on this group draw?
3: Um. Yeah. I mean, I just hope you know that we come up on top. Uh, it'll be a huge dis- disappointment if we don't. So uh, yeah, you nice. know, it's a big opportunity for uh, these new signings to get minutes. Uh, a lot of the younger guys. So uh, yeah. Well, well, do you guys know? So since it's gonna be in in the U.S., are we gonna play both teams at Q2? Yeah, both teams are gonna play at Q2, bro. Okay. Yeah, they're
0: they're yeah. both gonna be here chilling enjoying the uh, facilities i guess you can say yeah. and if you're a season ticket member it, you should have seen that announcement in your email you're going to get tickets so that's dope right there absolutely incredible season tickets have been clutch absolutely clutch but uh let's see now we can move on to one of the main topics of the austin FC segment uh today for the top flight podcast which is the preseason game the three two loss to the philly union Great side, very complete team that we played. They fielded a pretty solid starting 11. Uh, Philadelphia Union did beat Austin FC, though, 3-2 in the first preseason game of 2023. We saw goals by Julio Cascante, which is a header by assists from the one and only Rodney Redes. It's, it's, it's preseason when Ronnie Redes is involved with the goal. That was a fire tweet that somebody put out there. Ronnie Redes with a cross from the right side uh off of a second chance from a free kick. So credit to Austin FC to capitalizing on that and keeping the pressure on. Redes putting the ball in and Julio Cascante doing the final touches with a power header. We we got to see the video on that one. Shout out to all, to the Austin FC media team for putting that up for us we didn't get a starting 11 but the north end pod guys and uh we're Austin tv us right here we had a starting 11 by the end of the first half which is really crazy right uh let's see what else we also had a goal by Valentin noel the kid that we picked up from the super draft now we traded up for this kid we dropped fifty thousand dollars in gam to pick this kid up so austin fc knew what they were doing when they wanted to go after this kid and it looks like it's starting to pay off it is preseason. i know that b is going to say something right now but Valentino getting a goal in preseason, say what you want, it does wonders for this kid's confidence. And the assist for this goal, it took us a little bit to figure it out, but at the end of the day, we did get it done. Again, shout out to the guys from Norta and Pardew. They were helping us a lot with these bits and pieces, putting everything together with screenshot after screenshot. And the assist came from David Rodriguez. Bali, you were showing him praise in uh, a couple podcasts ago. The guy, the, the kid that played it in uh, San Luis, he got the assist, which was pretty nice. It was a bit of a scramble in the box, but very smart of him to just lob it back inside. And very smart of uh, Valentino well to be lingering in that back post for an easy tap and finish really. And also you know the goals from Philly uh, I didn't note them but from what we've heard they were you know BS goals I guess you can say. So Bali I want to bring you in mate. What was your what was your initial reaction to the final result? Really not your reaction to the to the result but what you seen what you saw what you got to read. It's our first preseason game it's an L but is it really an L? Go ahead Bali.
2: Um, not really an L. you know, we're trying to get back up to speed. You know, I know that, uh, our, our squad, our starting 11 wasn't our, our starting 11 that we're going to use first game of the season. You know, there was a bunch of rotation, but you know, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a happy to see that the young kids like Noel get, uh, get, get himself going, you know, and uh, I'm excited for him. I did see that the, the, the Philadelphia union, they posted the goal, the second goal, which was, a kind of a, they caught kind of Romagna sleeping. It was a like fluke. It was a yeah, and Alex Ring kinda... also was caught off his line a bit. Yeah, maybe go and, ahead, uh, Mom, I'm sorry. Uh, Ring kind of looked at Romagna and kind of told him like, "Hey, man, like, what's going on?" Like, he was kind of upset. So, uh, stuff like that that we needed just to just fix up a little bit. But you know, and then the third goal was a beautiful, just a ball over the top, just caught our whole defense sleeping. And yeah. uh, you know, it is what it is, man. We're trying to get back up to speed. You know, if, don't don't forget that the the union were at the finals. Against LAFC and they, to me, they should have won the final. They should have be LAFC, but your guy, your friend Garrett Bell, comes in and and saves oh, LAFC. your friend. My friend. My friend. <laughs> yeah, I, don't friend I don't even know the guy. I don't even know the guy. You're my you told, friend. I know you. <laughs> you told me y'all hanged out, bro. No, wrong guy, dude. Wrong guy, dude. But uh, guy. man, I'm I'm happy. I'm happy that the guys are getting up to speed. You know, and um, I'm excited for the next game. I can't wait to go watch them at the hill whenever they come, uh, p- uh, play here in Austin, I- I'll be with my monoculars ready to see
0: hundred percent Bali. We're going to be out there scheming on the low. Who cares yep. if it's, if it's closed door friendly, we're going to find a way to get eyes on. I mean, I, what was it last year? Some dude had a drone in there and they like immediately shut that down. Oh, so yeah. don't take a drone. <laughs> don't take a drone, but uh maybe binoculars will be will be fine so you can be from the uh Verde Geo. Let's talk about the starting lineup for ATX. Uh Matt Bersano started in goal at goalkeeper. That was confirmed. Some people thought it was Stuver, but it was Matt Bersano. Uh Zank Kolmanic at left back. We had also Kip Keller, who was also very frustrated in that yeah. goal. And that one clip he says, Come on, man. And it's like, dude, this is preseason, and Kip Keller is like that. I, I'm <laughs> loving the energy. I'm loving the energy. He's like, Come on, man. Shout out to my kip Also, we had uh, Cascante, who was wearing the captain band, y'all. Cascante? Captain? Captain Cascante. One of those two. We're going to have to figure it out. Héctor uh, <laughs> Jiménez also at right back. We had Johan Valencia with uh, Sofiane Jeffal, who we've been hearing is a great talent. Very yeah. young, talented player. We're going to get into him, to him here just in a bit. Um, also, of course, we had to have Drucy starting number 10. Looked beautiful on him. Uh, we had Valentino El, well, who we suspect was on the left side, either left wing or or left mid. Rodney Redas was on the right. We figured that out based off of his his assist. And then Zardes was the lone striker. You know, Maxi didn't get to start, but Zardes did. So, B, one thing that I noticed about the starting lineup, other than maybe Drusy and Julio, well, Julio was on trial for captain, you could say, but this starting 11 is pretty much Josh Wolf saying, show me what you got. It's all players of just show me what you got. <clears throat> Because Juicy, we know Juicy has his spot. We know Julio most likely has his spot on lock if he's wearing that captain armband. But everybody else last season did not have a solid starting position with Austin FC or is new to this club. What was your thoughts on the starting 11 that Austin FC had for the first 45 minutes?
1: I mean, uh, uh, sure. I mean, uh, some of it is, is showing what you got to some players. Um, like you mentioned, how Kip's attitude was. Uh, it's going to be... This preseason means a lot more to the younger guys, to the new guys trying to get acclimated, uh, trying to make an impression on the coach. That you know, the coach knows what Juicy can do. The coach knows what Cascante can do. The coach knows what some of these players can do. And obviously, uh, a lot of these players will have their spot ready. Um, so this means a lot more to the young guys, the new guys. And um, it's, to me, this preseason, especially the first one, I think this just—I think the narrative is going to be fitness. Uh, um, uh chemistry just building chemistry with the new guys kind of um understanding like you know <laughs> it's borderline <laughs> to me personally man i'd say but it's, kinda, it's borderline meaningless to me man the only the only thing i care from this game is did anyone get hurt obviously no hopefully everyone's fit uh, i mean how did the new guys the young guys do and they keep you can see the frustration on him and that's how i take it i take it more as fitness and, and a little bit of chemistry between the new guys and that's about it to
0: be honest hundred percent be a lot of listeners and a lot of Austin FC fans are going to share that sentiment with you. Of It's preseason it doesn't matter. I mean, I know that last season, LAFC had a horrible preseason. Some of their fans were even saying how they were getting ready for one of their worst seasons ever. And they ended up <laughs> champions. So preseason, I mean, <laughs> preseason is just preseason. You want to get everybody yeah, involved. Exactly. You want to get everybody up to speed. And that's really what these games are. And we're, we're playing a great side. Philly Union went to the finals last season. They have a great coach. They have a great team. They're, they're a great side. And Austin FC yeah. was able to keep up with them, even if it is preseason. It's a lot of the new guys, right? Um, the possible second half lineup that we have for Austin FC, Stuver was in goal. We had John Gallagher come in. Mazzaferro, one of the young kids that we got from the Super Draft. Um, we have Romagna come in and show his uh, efforts. Nick Lima also. Danny Pereira ring in the center. David Rodriguez getting that assist for himself. Uh, Fago, Finley, and Valentino stayed on for quite a bit. Uh, Bali, I haven't got your take on the uh, preseason game reaction. What was your uh, thoughts on everything that that uh, went on?
2: I'm happy. I'm excited to watch these guys perform and play good. You know, um, I'm, uh, I'm I'm looking key. You know what I've been hearing, and also I've been hearing the same thing, Hernan. I heard that Sofiane is a problem i heard that the, the kid is looking great in training and he's, he's performing well so i'm excited all around to to watch uh, to watch the guys uh perform and i kind of agree with b you know it doesn't really matter the scores you know we're just trying to get back up to speed we're trying to get fit trying to get the guys going we're trying to build that chemistry we got new players coming in we're trying to trying to see how where they going are they going to be in the first team or are they going to be in austin FC 2 you know facts. so um there's a lot of stuff going on right now but uh but, but what we do know, and that's a fact, is that we are going to need everybody. I mean, we're we're in a lot of competitions this year, and we're if anybody gets hurt, somebody else needs to step up. So that's uh, that's the key. But um, I'm excited, man. Preseason, it's whatever for me too. I agree with B.
0: Okay, uh, your boy Hector though getting minutes at right back, showing qualities, yeah. definitely showing qualities there. Big ups to him. Now, Primo, I want to bring you in on this, mate. Players we did not see. These players that we didn't see really take the, on the field. They weren't in any of the video, any of the photo action with the ball at their feet. They were there. They were there, you know, but, well, except for one, Musa is not with Austin FC right now. Everybody knows this by now. But the players that we didn't see take the field, take the pitch, was uh, Rigoni, the new defender from from, from Houston, uh, Lundy, Adam Lundqvist, uh the youngin in Faudry. Shout out to uh Bali for calling him. What do you call him last episode?
2: Godfrey? Godfrey. Godfrey. Godfrey I'm, Godfrey? <laughs> yeah. some, bro. Godfrey. Oh.
0: That was funny. Bro, uh, you, Fodri- you know what it is? It was,
2: it was that Benya vodka that was literally. It was like, a Benya
0: vodka.
2: It was a Benya <laughs> <vodka. laughs> Hey, Benya
0: <laughs> had Bali Bali tears today, maybe, because they had a pretty <laughs> good game. Uh Fodri did not take the field. Like we said, Musa is not. With the team right now, we're not sure what's going on with him. Hopefully he can incorporate with the team soon. Also, Leo Weissenden is, is another player that we would like to get here soon. He's do he's dealing with some uh, visa stuff. I think that's what the issue is with Leo Weissenden. And also uh, Ocampo Chavez, one of the youngins that we got from Seattle. He was from the ranks in uh, Seattle. He was playing out there with them. So what do you think that's, that's – uh, that's attributed to Primo. You think, you know, Josh Wolf might be saving them for another game. The next game coming up is in uh, Clearwater versus uh, Cincinnati. You think maybe they're going to feature in that game, bro. That's probably the case.
3: Yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it. I think maybe, you know, it's a preseason game. I think you probably going to have to sit some of these guys out if you want, uh, some of you know, the new signings or some of the guys we picked up from the draft to get minutes, um, Maybe we'll see Emiliano Rigoni towards the end of our preseason as it gets closer to the actual season. You know, we him, need
0: him to get going. mate. we need him, him to get going.
3: So we we he might didn't have
0: him. a preseason last season too. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, so we might see him the last two games, maybe next game. Uh, but I think you know he's there. He's there training with them. So I think it's just the you know the fact that you have such a big group. Um, You know, you have all the guys with yeah, you. So yeah, good point. I think good you might have there. to sit one or two guys out for uh, for someone else to get some minutes. That is a really good point
0: that you bring up, Raymond. The the depth for this season, every season, our depth has been getting better. You know, and and this season it's been better than ever. Obviously, right? We're a very young club. Season three, but now I feel like Josh Wolf has more toys than he's ever had, mate. I mean, he's like that kid Andy in Toy Story. He has his Woody. He has his Buzz. He has his Slinky. He has his piggy bank. He has everything, maybe not everything that he wants. Right, but I think he has everything that he needs in order to have another great season. I mean, we we brought in some great, talented players. Uh, we lost Ruben; it hurt 100%. We we're gonna bring in Leo and Julio. Reality is Julio has to just step up and clean up those four or five mistakes that he had in him last season, because he has the potential to be a great MLS center back. But last season, we saw four or five mistakes that costed us some pretty important goals. But other than that, I mean. Excited for everything that is to come in this preseason, and I and I think that uh, you three gentlemen make some really good points in uh, in everything that's been going on in this first game. Now it is preseason, it is the first game. Calma, um, people were getting upset at me on uh, where I was on TV. Maybe not upset, but uh, they weren't really on board with me showing praise to Valentin Noel for getting a goal. I said, you know, it, by him getting a goal in preseason, it's good for him. They said, oh well, Reyes always gets goals or Poch always gets goals. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, this guy's. This guy's young and he's trying to make his career with Austin FC. I mean, I think getting a goal under his belt in preseason is as important as Rigoni getting a goal under his belt for this preseason. Bali, anything else you want to add on the first game
2: of the preseason versus uh, Philly? Man, you know, um, I kind of want to say uh, people were kind of coming at me saying that, oh, you see Redes with the assist, he's ready, yeah. Bali. Yeah. And You know what, man? <laughs> um, maybe, maybe I have been a little bit too harsh on him. Maybe I have been. Maybe I've been, I've been treating him. I've been being, being mean to, to Redes, so you know what? I, I, I want to give the guy another opportunity. I want to give... Everybody <laughs> deserves a second chance. Or a third. Or, third. a third. or a third. Or a third. Or, 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 or or a third. But you know what? He It looks like he's staying. He, he's, he's not leaving. Nobody's yeah. oh, yeah. <clears throat> coming yeah. in. So, um, you know what, man? Let's give this kid another opportunity, bro. Let, let's like see. That. We have White competition. Words? We yeah. have the Open Cup. So... Let's see, man. I, I'm going to I'm gonna be supporting Redes until I see something, until I flip out and, and go against him. But for now, I'm going to support the kid, and I uh, hope that he has a great season. Question,
0: Bali. You gave Joshua five games last time. You remember, you said <laughs> five games, and then B said that i was gonna turned around and gave him five years. So how many games are you giving Redes when the regular season starts for him to at least get a goal or an assist before you're like, man, you know what? It's another Redes season. How I mean, it,
2: it just depends if, if he, if, if Wolf even starts him or even gives him minutes, honestly, bro. But uh, if, if, if he does get some minutes, you know, I, I want, I'll give him this season, bro. I'll give him the season. I want him to, to show us something. He, it's enough games for him to, to prove himself, but um, you know, I'll give him the season, bro. I, I don't want to judge him because I have been hearing that he's, he's working hard in training yeah. So you know, if, yeah. if, if that's the case, you know, let's give him an opportunity. Let's give him a chance. A lot of people have been in his case, judging him on Twitter. You know, it's we understand he, it's, it's a big price tag on him. He's, he earns a lot of money. I mean, he got money. He's a he's a millionaire by now. You know, two he's years. Having a good time. He's having a good time he's, in all. He's, Austin, he's yeah. a millionaire. He's a millionaire. Let's let's keep straight. Uh, I mean, if he saved them, he may. Maybe. If he saved it, if he, he saved, gotta
1: saved it, rent, he's got to pay rent. got to pay gas. Yeah. Got to pay all
2: kinds of shit. If so. if, if he if he made a smart investments, he's a millionaire right now. Let's be real. He's yeah, a young what millionaire. If,
0: what if you put it all in Dogecoin?
1: I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You don't know, that's, that's oh my
2: good. God. Go ahead, somebody. <laughs> go if ahead. You saved,
1: if you saved his salary and didn't spend a, a, a single thing, then, but that's not, I mean, you know. Nah. I see what you're saying.
0: My G.A. Hey, my G. Redis got drip. Say what yes. you want Redis. about his game. Yes, Say yes, what man. you want about his game, but in my opinion, Redis got the drip, mate.
1: And that costs money, the bro. You got. Yeah. Hey,
2: money, bro. Man, yeah. but, uh. Fans are I want to give the the I want to give Reyes an opportunity. And uh, about uh, Noel, I've been talking to the kid, man, and the kid he's 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 motivated and he's focused and he can't wait to to play in front of the crowd, bro. So, I'm excited for for Noel. I think that kid's going to be special.
0: 100%, 100%. I like I, I like how you ended that right there by giving praise to Mr. Valentine. Noel, he's
2: going to be good for Austin
0: FC yeah. or either Austin FC 2. We're going to see what happens because we did have him and David Rodriguez who we know is 100% an Austin FC 2 player. Uh, showcase his talent uh with the uh with the first team in preseason now uh, real quick it is important to note that the next game's coming up for Austin FC is going to be uh like I said January 27th in Clearwater versus uh, FC Cincinnati it's crazy bro because Clearwater and Bradenton they're about like 45 minutes where my family lives in Tampa and I was so tempted to flying out there visiting my uh fam and just popping up in the Austin FC games because it was it's like going from Elgin to Austin, you know what I mean? It's just like 40 minute drive. And I was so tempted on going, but I was like, nah, you know what? I'm just going to stay and save my money for away trips during the regular season, right? Uh, I'll visit my fam later. Love them, by the way. But uh, the games that we have is a Clearwater versus uh, FC Cincinnati, January 27th. February 4th in Austin, they come back. We're going to go to the of the Hill versus El Paso Locomotive. February 11th, the final preseason game, allegedly, because some fans think that we might have something else pop up, maybe against a bigger side, maybe against a Rexham. That'll be very interesting. See what Austin FC can muster together there, we're going to get a really good uh, friendly before the season starts. February 11th in Austin versus uh, Louisville City is going to be the last one, if I didn't mention it before. So, Boys, Austin FC's preseason starting to get it going. It's rolling. B said that he's not looking into it too much. I'm a bit more uh, interested in what the players are doing bit by bit. Primo and Bali kind of share the same sentiment. But uh, I guess um, we're having a good time so far on uh, on the Austin FC side of things, right? Anything else we want to add on before I go into some fun questions that I have for you guys?
2: I'm happy. I'm excited, bro. The only, th- the only thing I am worried about is that Leo situation, bro. He needs to get here ASAP, man. Yeah. Yeah. He needs to get going. He needs to get fit. I mean, get Leo the and Musa. Leo and Musa. Yeah. But I don't think Musa's starting. I think Leo for sure is in a starter. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to say worried. this, bro. I'm going
0: to say this. Uh, now that we have Zardis, the whole Musa situation is just in the back of my mind. Like, I'm not really focused on it because I'm so confident in this guy, Zardis and what he can do under Josh Wolf not even worried about our, probably like our third string striker, if we're being honest, because it's yeah. probably going to be Zardis as, 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 number one, we still got Maxi, which is a hot and cold striker in, in, in the MLS and Musa. I mean, he had his, his moment of magic for us scoring that hat trick that got us officially into the playoffs uh, versus RSL. But I mean, other than that, he was up and down just the same way as Maxi. So now that we got Zardis, the game changed in the yeah. striker spot. But right, we do so, need
1: three, though. We do need three. Yeah. We got a lot of competitions, bro. Leagues, yeah. Cup, Open Cup. So he yep. needs to get here, right, right. too. Right.
0: All right. Let's see. I got some just some fun little wacky questions for you guys here. Hopefully, wacky? you guys, some wacky little little <laughs> questions. Hopefully, <laughs> you guys like them. All right? The first one, and we're going to go in order. We're going to give B's answer first. Then we'll give Primo's, and we'll finish off with Bali's answer. Okay? So remember that order. B, your first. Primo, second. Bali, your third. All right? After this, we're going to get into the European segment because we got to talk about Bali's gunners. All right, the first question is What player would you go shopping with for some new drip? B, oh, what player would that's you go easy, shopping
1: with? I'd go with Juicy
0: Dior, bro. I'd go with Juicy. If he got me too, and,
1: and he, got he, he got you. Too, he got you, you 100%. He got me, Juicy Dior 100%, bro. Juicy Dior. We're riding that Lambo, pull up to Nima's Marcus. Go to Sheesh. Louis. I mean, we're getting drippy, bro. We got. I'm going to give me a new belt. A new wallet, probably. A
0: couple jeans. A G's. new wallet, yeah. I
1: mean, some new shoes. Shit.
0: Get you a little MCM backpack. You remember those? Remember when those were hot? A little fanny pack or
1: something. carry. A my little fanny pack or something, money.
0: yeah. On, Get a little cologne.
1: There All right,
0: so B says juicy. Primo. Man, I'm gonna go with my boy
3: Rezis, bro. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> a oh
0: great I,
3: answer. I, it's great it's answer. Sex checks, bro. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Bali.
0: Who who's who's your answer? Who are you going shopping with for some new uh, some new threads?
2: I would say uh Drusy Dior, but you know, since B said it, you know Yeah, B uh, took it. You know, uh, I have to go with Julio. Oh, Who, okay. okay. Is okay. British, you know? Yeah. I kinda, kinda like his style, you know, it's different. He's confident with, with whatever he wears. So I, I think I'll go with Julio, you know.
0: Very good answer, Bali. I like that. I like that. Uh let's see. I'm rocking with Josh Wolf. If what? I can take a coach. I'm <laughs> rocking with Joshua. I love his green polo. I love Y'all his... you go into academy, bro. you oh, go into God. academy. Exporting <laughs> goods. That's all we need. <laughs> goods. That's where we're shopping. Shout out to my G, Joshua. All right. Next question. Y'all ready? The next one says, POV, you're in a bar fight. All right. Oh. What Austin awesome FC player do you have there to back you up? Go ahead, B.
1: Uh, i I'm going to say... You're throwing haymakers. I'm going to say Romagna, bro. Ooh!
0: Thanks, hey, Romagna. Thanks, bro. Thanks, thanks. He's he's, bro. He's, 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 facts, facts, he's, facts. he's so peaceful, though, man. Yeah. Romagna's he peaceful. But
1: like, if he's gonna have to defend me, bro, He's I mean, True. you know what I <laughs> mean? And he's big, bro. He's probably like, swat a dude and
0: another he probably, dude. He's probably like eight, he's,
1: like eight foot, he's, he's huge, bro. You know it's what I mean? I'll probably unit. jump on his back, and he'll just carry me out. You know what I mean? We'll just storm out of the bar, and we're good. So.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Primo. You're in a bar fight, mate. What Austin FC player do you have back you up?
3: Hey, uh let me see. I'm going to say stupid, man. Problem, right? Stu, gonna stuber? Say stuber, man. Stu? I'm going to say Stu, man. Stu? Yeah, yeah. I think Stu is the type of guy to be like, to kind of calm things down. And, True. and they keep pressing me, pop, just a quick. <laughs> <laughs> thanks,
2: thanks, thanks. Yeah, you're okay. right. Okay. <laughs> okay, I did not
0: expect that one. Stu, Bali. Are you going to
2: surprise me, or are you going to go with an obvious choice? Go ahead. Nah, you already know what I'm going. I'm going with I my don't. boy. I'm going with the machine. Gallagher. Oh. I, hey, I, like I, I feel like Gallagher would knock somebody out. I feel like, <laughs> And he's strong, too. You see, he's built. He's kind of swole. Yeah. Bro, I feel like you yeah. get hit by Gallagher, you're going to sleep.
0: And he's been taking some protein. I don't know if you yeah. saw that. He's, like, sponsored by some, like, creatine company or some protein company. He's, yeah. You know that guy's been lifting, mate. I yep. you know he's been left. let's see, who, who would I, who would I get backed up if I was in a, in a, in a bar fight, mate? Huh? That's a really good question. I would have to go with. Uh, oh, I know, easy. Kip Keller. Kip Keller would be ooh, in there, like, yeah, come on, that's a good man. one too. Come on, man. <laughs> come on, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> yeah, They're mad as hell, red face, everything, bro. We'd be you're in right. there right. knocking people out, bro. Straight up, my G, Kip these, Keller. We'd bro, be you're right. These, these are wacky. <laughs> wacky questions, mate. Little wacky ones. <laughs> hey, but we just got one more, okay? We got one more. All Bear right. with me. Hang in there. All right. All right. Last one. It says, you have to take Josh Wolf out to dinner, and you got to pay. Where are you taking mm. him? Oh. You got to pay.
1: <sighs> Man, you know what? I'm going to take him to... Uh, I would take him to... I would go to BJ's, bro. BJ's, Let's go. Uh, Let's go. Uh, yeah, BJ's Brewhouse. To BJ's, i okay. get some pizza. Oh yeah, that's get been your time. spot.
0: That's been that's your like go-to spot, spot. You
1: know, I, yeah. I I've gained like forty pounds there, so you know I <laughs> managed to get them off. But, I feel like, uh, but uh, yeah, if I'm I paying,
0: like you've gone there so much, B. I think that you can go in through the back door in the kitchen. Oh yeah, you're you're that guy. You just go in through the back and pull up. You have your own table in the corner. Everybody knows. Table, yeah. Ryan's here.
1: I got a membership. I got oh, a membership. I, like I don't even pay. I pay monthly.
0: <laughs> oh, I like that, primo. You gotta take Josh Wolf out to dinner, mate. You gotta pay. Where are you
3: taking him? I'm gonna take him to some good old barbecue. I'll oh take, man! Uh, That's lame. Maybe some style switch or something, you know? Something. man. If I gotta pay, y'all he's are take disappointing some barbecue,
0: me. Man. Y'all are disappointing me, Bali. Yeah. What you got, mate? Where Where are you going?
2: Oh, you know, I uh, I think I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to take him somewhere fancy, like maybe like Fogo, Fogo the Chow or something, you know? Maybe. Man. We have, we have a, your we hand have hand a. Lot. Though? Come on. Yeah. Hey, four. Look, 200. 200. Yeah. You know, I have, I, I, I have to. Treat him well, I have to apologize somehow. Uh, it's the gaffer. Yeah. It's yeah, the gaffer. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta yeah,
0: wash after... your mouth with soap. You remember that? You, remember that? <laughs> you gotta wash your mouth with soap. You remember that? You remember oh, that? Oh yeah. Well, remember that? You remember that? All right. Hey, check this out. If I got no, take Josh was... out we'll to dinner, and I'm paying, I'm taking him to to Taqueria Siete Estrellas. We're going oh, to tacos oh, el charme. We ain't going nowhere fancy.
2: This isn't L.A.
0: This is in D.C. This is Austin, Texas. We're going to North Lamar Rumberg for some tacos. It's close to Q2. Yeah. We're straight. Bro, you're taking him to the yeah. hood, bro. you taking okay. chances. He needs to understand yeah, what's, what, what city he's playing for. Yeah, all right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He needs to understand. We're going to Taqueria El Charlie or Siete Estrellas. Or you know what? Keep it OG. El Tacorrido. The one right there. Oh, the... yeah. Fire, fire, fire. At 2 in the morning. I don't care. Oh! Boy. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Oh, <laughs> All right, y'all. Yeah, nah, but
1: After after we go to BJ's, me and him, we're going to Ojo's Locals, bro. You know, I mean, no, to, to the...
2: over the top. Over the top, <laughs> doing the most. Bro, you're trying, you You want him to get in trouble at home, bro? I Okay, on, hey, bro. how's this
0: for a uh, headline? We're Top Flight podcast Please. co-host and Austin FC head coach caught at Ojo's Drug. Locals. We don't want that. We don't kicked want that. Out, <laughs> kicked out kicked, out. kicked out of Ojo's Locals. Kicked out of Ojo's Locals. <laughs> oh my god no please, oh, no, please no please only let it happen in a dream and it'll be a nightmare honestly <laughs> let's get into the european segment y'all thank you for sticking around for the austin FC segment now we're getting to the european side of things we got to talk about my g bali's gunners that's where we're going to get into first insane the game that happened bali 3-2 result eddie and ketia Martin Odegaard, Saka, really everybody came up big. But we got to give credit to the Men United side. Shout out to Eric, the Top Flight Podcast topic contributor. He's down bad right now. We <laughs> talked about it today. We had phone calls. We had voice messages. We had a FaceTime chat. He's down bad. He, he knew that they weren't going to win. He thought they could have tied. But, man, my G's down bad right now. Bali, please take into consideration his feelings, all Men United fans' feelings of what
2: you're going to say. But how are you feeling right now, mate? Nah, you know, I can't I can't be here and be like, we destroyed United. You know, we we went off, you know, let's Shh. be real. You know, United is changing, you know, they they're they are going up. they're playing well. And I can't call uh Trashford Trashford anymore. gotta call I gotta call him Marcus Rashford. I gotta call him Marcus because he is he's, <laughs> the kid, the kid is bro. the kid is playing some great stuff right now. He he's a threat and he, he's playing so so good, but you know it's it's the it's the fight it's the Arsenal fight it's the, it's the atmosphere in the stadium, it, it's Saka it's 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 Ede. it's Odegaard the best midfielder right now in, in the league maybe in the world, it's it's Saka the best right <clears throat> winger in in the world right now, it's uh, Marchinelli the best left winger better than Rodrigo Oh, my God. you know clear, so it's it, it's all it's all of them Saliba one of the best Saliba and Gabriel one of the best partnerships center-back partnerships right now in the league? Allegedly. Maybe, maybe in the world? Allegedly. Whoa! So, well, not in the world, in the world, in the world. They flying. They flying. Well, they flying. well, okay. In the world, uh, in the I, world, Okay, real. I, had to, real. I had to pause. Who All are you going right. to say? You're going right. to say Rüdiger and Militar? No, you no, 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 them? no, or
0: no, 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 no. It just took me, it just took me yeah. aback and I had to consider it for two, three seconds and you're right. I mean, they, they yeah. could be one of the top center-back partnerships in the world. If you're top of the league in the in the Premier League, you were considered to be one of the top partnerships or one of the top player in your positions, or no? right? Of course. Thank you. you know. okay. Thank, you Go, hand. Hand. Thank Go you. Go ahead. Go
2: ahead. But, Sorry. you know, um, it was a tough, tough game, you know, uh, but, uh, we got, we got through it, bro. And it's a uh, very special what's going on right now in Arsenal, you know, where, um, city is right behind us. We we can't sleep on city. We will be playing them. We have, uh, Everton next, and then we have Brentford. And then after that, you know, we, we have city at home. Which is going to be, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a great game. You know, it's going to be. where I think if we beat we beat City, then I think we will win the league, man. You know, I already think that we will win it. You know, I'm very confident. You know, I'm staying That's, humble because and a lot, a lot of stuff can happen. Out, yeah, a lot of stuff can happen. I'm being humble, but I, I I believe that we can win it. I believe we have we have we have great players and we're signing. We just signed Trussard. You know, a yeah. Premier Premier League proven. He knows what it takes. He's been playing great with Brighton. And um, you know I'm 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 very very excited, bro. You know right now it's uh, it's just crazy that you know last year we were in the mud, people were making fun of us, you know people were mentioning me talking shit, and now I'm now I'm laughing at them. I'm laughing at all of them. Chelsea fans especially them. Especially them. Oh, especially we got a big one right now. You we know, got a big I'm, one in I'm here. I'm laughing at. I'm laughing at Real Madrid fans also. You know, they, oh, think, that, they you think that they were. They, think they were. They were making fun of Odegaard. Why did Odegaard leave? He's going with Arsenal. look at him now, flying captain, captain. You wish you had him. Yeah. Or you wish you had him. Yeah. yeah I guess. You know, uh, and it's. Uh, I, I'm buzzing right now. I'm buzzing. I'm excited, and it's a long way to go, but you know, I believe, and we all believe, and uh, the Premier League. Hopefully, it's coming home. It's coming back to North London.
0: Really good points you made there, Bali. Except the take you had on Real Madrid, mate. I mean, yes, yes. Yeah, I guess you're right. Oh, they got. I wish he was in 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 my team 100% <clears> right <throat> now, bro. But be humble. I'm just gonna say that. Be humble. Please be humble. Arsenal fans out there, be humble. Because when you're Sitting on the clouds, mate, you don't know when you're just going to fall down, right? All right. There's I'm going to just say that. A
1: lot to do, bro. There's still a lot of games, too, bro. I mean,
0: I want to say this, though, real quick. We got some, some notes here from Eric. Shout out to my G. Eric. I know it, it, I know it must have been painful for him to be getting these notes together on Arsenal, especially after they whacked his team 3-2. But we have some notes here. It says uh, Trussard to Arsenal, $27 million package with $21 million guaranteed and 6000000 million add-ons. Contract deal till 2026, 30 million, $33 million total. Uh, Jacob, Kiwiar, formerly. From Spezia plays as CB, twenty million plus add-ons. It will be close to about twenty-five to thirty million package if it all goes to plan. body. does that name ring a bell? Yeah, we just
2: yeah, yeah. He's a left. Um, he's a center back, left-footed yes. center back. Center you know, back. which is gonna, what's gonna, it's gonna bring cover to Gabriel. He's uh, he was at the stadium actually today watching the game. So you know, it's oh, uh, signed we, the team. Signed yeah, the no, team. No, he, if he, he, was he already today. signed. I think he, I think he finishes medical and everything. We're just wait, waiting for, to announce the player. But yeah, instead of spending. $95 million on on a, a one player. We're, we're going to spread that cash around and get ourselves quality players, and, and I'm with it.
0: 100%, 100%. Let's see, we have something else here. Uh, nine Premier League goals for Rashford. Saka has scored in the last three Man U versus Arsenal meetings. So big ups to him there. Just some some quick match stats before we get your take B. Um, Arsenal versus Man United in the first half. Uh, shots, Arsenal 11, Man United 2. Shots on target, one for Arsenal, two for United. Passes, 239 for Arsenal, uh 239 for man united same i wonder if that's a typo if that was just even uh four fouls each 26 dual ones for arsenal 22 for man united the expected xg 1.07 for arsenal and 0.11 for man united at the full time arsenal had 25 shots to man united six um and the shots on target for arsenal were five and man united's were four b what was your take on this game it was maybe contender for game of the season
1: yeah it was definitely a great game um Back and forth, you know, from watching the uh, the the Chelsea game and Liverpool game on Saturday morning, this is this is a lot better. Um, you know, when, when when man, that last minute for Arsenal to take it, I mean, they're they're showing the could have been the, called for uh,
2: offsides, honestly. It wasn't. It, it wasn't offsides. It wasn't offsides. Be real, honey. it wasn't
1: offsides. But I feel like the first pass. Could have been looked at. I feel like the second was the one that they looked at. They, they threw the lines or whatever. But hey, look, man, at the end of the day, they they won the game and they are first place. They're five points ahead with a game in hand. But there's still a lot. We're just slightly over the halfway point. I mean they're showing that they can beat any team, right? The United were the only team that could beat them. So they can beat any team. They got like like body said Everton, Brentford, then they got City at home. But um here, there's, going, a stretch, there's a stretch. There's there's a stretch in the season, bro. Uh, the last six games of arsenal the last six games for arsenal in the season bro check this out they play city away they play chelsea at home then they play newcastle away so city chelsea newcastle then they end the season with brighton Nine and forest and wolves so that three game stretch is going to probably dictate the season for y'all and like i said man that there's still so much football left to play i would be giving you more props if y'all were I don't know, 11, 12 points ahead, but th- th- even for Arsenal's sake, I mean, I can't, I can't help it, but I have to give you all the props. You're playing well, um, y'all are playing great, and all, all I'm saying is still a lot, a lot of games to go, so we'll see.
0: Primo, you were at the tavern celebrating with Arsenal fans, mate. Uh, what was there? You know, what was being said? What was the feeling in the air after that third goal went into the back of the net? Mate, I bet it was flying. I bet David was flying,
3: mate. Tell me, bro, <laughs> please. Yeah, man, he was. Uh... Yeah, he was he was he was lit out there. It was a uh, it was a good time with the Arsenal fans. Uh, <laughs> there were some Man U fans in there also, some brave Man U fans. Bad uh, idea. Yeah. Bad idea. Bad <laughs> and, idea. Uh, man, we were just. I think everyone was kind of already settling in for the draw, and then that goal just came in, and people went crazy, dude. And um, you know, Arsenal. Arsenal. I think you know this is my first time seeing Arsenal play. Um, in, in a while you know i don't really you know i keep up with the premier league and and all the news and you know all the scores and everything but to actually watch games it's it's not that often that i do but um this arsenal versus manu game was probably one of the best games in in a minute you know um i don't think we would have thought last year that arsenal manu were going to be giving us a good uh, a facts. good show
0: good point on that yeah facts bro. goals good from
3: both that. both teams that 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 Rashford goal and that Sokka goal were freaking crazy. Hell yeah! And and then uh, that Mart- Martinez coming in and just with the little header, dude, it was it was an exciting game. And um, I mean, I, I have a question for you guys. Do you out? Do you guys think that you know the way Arsenal's playing right now? Do you think that these guys can compete with the big dogs with with Bayern? With you know, with Barcelona, with Madrid, you know, because it's been a while. <laughs> it's get to see that. Bally oh my great. god, what well, kind of question it's, is that, bro? It's a, great it it's a great question. It's, not, it's a
1: great question. It it's a great question. Not, a great
3: question. A
0: great yeah. question. Yeah. You see, yeah. squad, you see, like, you see how arrogant one good year. The squad, look, this
1: squad is playing well, bro. The squad is playing well, but this is the first time that this squad has played well. This is the first season, it's not even over yet. For them to compete in the Champions League, which they will be next year. I mean, I doubt they're gonna fall off of a top four. We will see, but it's a great question, bro. You can't automatically assume, bro. You're calling these players yes, the best please. in the world when they've been oh, they're only playing one competition, mate. Yeah. Um, they're only right now in the APL. Big boys are playing in the Champions League, mate. You gotta you gotta let them play this season now, bro. Let let's see what happens. But to it to Primo's question, I think I think they can compete. But for me to put this Arsenal squad up against right now, you know, against the, the, the Bayern Munich, the PSGs, I wouldn't I don't know, man. It's it's tough to say, but I think they're still a little too young, man. I think they need to get finish the season out first.
0: On uh, B's point about Arsenal only playing one competition, Eric was very, uh, very frustrated at the fact that United is is, is still one of the well, they're, they're... the last team in, in England that's in all four competitions. Yeah. So they yeah. had to play a game, you know, while They're Arsenal about to be was busy chilling, right now. Getting They're ready about to be crying. Really stop crying, Eric now. Stop so crying, Eric. May <laughs> hey. S- speaking of Eric, Bro, I have a have a quick uh uh statement from him. I asked him to give me some words so I could read on the pod, and this is what, what he said. He said, United is my first true love, and I love this team. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, my giant. shout is our up. first true love. And I love this team. Eric Ten Hag has has brought back pure joy to all us United fans. Today was a representation how he made this team a unit. Those lads are exhausted, and they are still fighting for this badge. The board and owners are killing us. We want them out. Ten Hag gave Arteta a fight twice. No one has done it. I love you, United, but these owners have
2: to go. Come on, you Reds. Bali, reaction. Oh, my God. (sighs) Ah. Primo, look, first of all, that question that you – don't ever ask that question again. Don't don't ever ask that question again, Primo, you know, because (laughs) can we we compete? Yes. Will we compete? A thousand percent. You know, right now, I'm focused and I'm ready for the Champions League next year. You know, I'm ready. I'm ready. I can't wait. I can't wait to go to the Bernabéu and slap him around. I can't wait to go, uh, I can't wait to, to see, to see Messi God, and, uh, this guy. I can't wait to see guy. Messi and Neymar. One season, you see what has has He hasn't been eating work. at our
1: table for years, bro. He not <laughs> yeah. <a>, you don't <laughs> oh. dine with us, mate. This, 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 time, with I'm, with this time, us, time I'm,
2: this time I'm going to eat. They just taking, let you in the restaurant hey, now. Hey, for, hey, they just let you
1: in, bro. We've been eating at this table for years, bro. They just let you in the restaurant, mate.
0: If this is a, if the Champions League is a restaurant, is it's BJ's Brewhouse. And B
2: and I got a seat. And you're the That's, new server, Bali. You're the yeah, new server. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's what I want to drink, mate. You That's you know what? what I want to drink, mate. You know what? We um well, we're we're gonna be in that table with you. And um, I'm taking stuff to go this year. <laughs> Next year. I'm taking stuff to go. You know, I'm taking stuff, I'm taking a lot of stuff to go, a lot of food to go because okay, okay. I'm gonna be st- I'm gonna eat good. So I'm ready. <laughs> oh, I'm ready, God. I'm ready for the for for, for the Champions League. And um, I'm ready to play. I'm, I'm ready to see Messi. I'm ready to see Neymar at the Emirates. I'm ready, and we'll see what happens. You know, let's go toe to toe. I'm ready. <throat> to, I'm ready to see Chelsea. Oh wait, yeah, I won't even be in the Champions League <laughs> Damn, we're in it.
1: We're uh, in it. Okay, we're hey, in it, bro. we're in it. Hey, 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 we'll get go, to that uh, in a little
2: bit, all right? B, B, you had you had something you had to
1: say before we get into the well, next team. No, I just want to reiterate, bro. The last six games of Arsenal season, bro. The the, the city, Chelsea, Newcastle. Right? In that order. City, tough. Chelsea, Newcastle. That's five tough. points. If, you, if you're if you still five points ahead when you got to play City, Chelsea, and Newcastle, mate, it's up for grabs, bro. It's up for grabs. So I'm just saying, you, they just let you in the restaurant, mate. Actually, you're not even in the restaurant yet. They just promised you. you might be in the restaurant next year. He's so. still
0: looking for parking. Okay.
1: He's still, still looking, looking for, parking. for parking, mate. You're still looking for parking, mate.
0: You're still looking for parking. It's packed. It's, it's packed fine. right it's now. He's still looking for parking. It's
1: lit. It's lit inside. You're still, it's lit inside. Uh, you still got to get in line to get in. You know, chill out. Chill out. It's Primo tonight.
0: Primo and I got a table next to the DJ. And he always looks looks to us when he puts a new song to see if we're cool with it. That's what round with <laughs> <mate>. yeah.
1: Unfortunately, <laughs> I'm right next to the speaker. It's kind of annoying. Uh, you know, but,
2: but I'm in there. I, I like that. I like that. I like that.
0: Shout out to My G Eric. I know he's down bad right now. Arsenal fans are absolutely flying but I do want to talk a bit about Chelsea. We do have B on here. Um we haven't had some Chelsea talk in a while, but we need a lot of things cleared up. We need a lot of things explained. <clears throat> First of all, let's start off with with the main thing that I want to know about. I need to know about how the hell did Chelsea hijack Mudrik from Arsenal Football Club?
1: Look, man, it's straight up. We were more <clears throat> we just said, "Hey, man, this we were we we're down to make it happen like And let's be real, the the, the money, the the money, the the ability to just throw it around and flex it is a little bit different to the Arsenal situation. Um, Arsenal are willing to spend, but they're more uh, strategic about it. They want to be 100% sure. They want to be 1,000% sure. They want to double down, triple down, quadruple down. And, and and make sure while well, 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 Chelsea is like, let's just do it. You know, we got it. Let's do it. Here's the money. Let's make it happen. Um, Potter was also involved in the signing. He had a conversation with him one-on-one uh, that that uh, supposedly persuaded him as well. Um, and we made it happen. And, um, you know, Chelsea have been signing an insane amount of players. I mean, we're like eight, nine, 11 players and and, and we've spent close to half a billion, almost half a billion in, in such a short amount of time. And, you um, we seem to have found a way around the FIFA play rules by um, giving these players an insanely long, abnormally long contracts. I mean, we got uh, Modric uh, for eight and a half years, nine years, if you want to count this season. I mean, a nine-year contract. We got. I mean, we even signed Sterling on like a like a five, four-year contract. I mean, we've been we. A way around this feel for a place to, to spread the money out as much as possible. <clears throat> so, if you're giving these guys eight, nine year contracts, the finances is spread around rather to have a big old chunk at the beginning. So, Top yeah. bully is is spending money and, um, and we're just we're just in a transition. What the way that I would describe it is if we're trying to transition as quickly as possible, bro. We're trying to transition from 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 this team. We're trying to play Potter ball. We're trying to change the the face of this club, and it takes years and years and years. A couple windows, a couple windows, and we're just trying to do it as quickly as possible. I mean, this guy. We could talk about the game against the the Liverpool game. Um, zero zero. But this guy, when he came in, bro, when he came in the game, he changed the game, bro. This guy came 100%. in. 100%. He changed the game bro um giving me hazard vibes I mean this guy's footwork his pace yeah. um yeah. It, it reminded me of the game against uh, Fulham uh where Joffrey Felix made his debut and he got a red card uh bro Joffrey Felix stood out stood out of the field yeah. he he stood yeah. out of the pitch bro he was the best player on that pitch and it's, he stood out because of the way he is with the ball his his ability on the feet his his his, his movement it just stands out to you. He just automatically became just the best player uh, for us. And then of course you got the red card, and, and you know the, you know that. But I got the same vibe, the same feeling when this guy came in, uh, the, the uh, uh, Modric came in, and, and he just changed the game, bro. I mean, there there's that video going around on Twitter of him with that ball when he's in the box, and he's just the quick feet, bro. And he got a shot off, and um, he missed it, but um, I think he had a great of a game. I think. We also have injuries coming back, bro. Reese James and Chilwell are back in full training. We got Conte pr- training, but by himself. That's good news. Be, That's he's good news be coming back. We got Fofana also coming back. I mean, we've been struggling and struggling and struggling. And Chelsea, what's going on with Chelsea? We're spending half a billion dollars and we're in tenth. We're in ninth. It's Grand Potter's. It's Potter sacked in the morning, and um, this has been a change for us fans because if this was Brahma bitch, bro, Potter would have been gone two, three games ago, bro. He would have been gone two, three games ago, bro. And uh, he's not the club back him. And if you think about it, I mean, look, I mean, we can pull up the table. I'll pull up the table on my phone. We're not that crazy far off top four, bro. If you think about it, I
0: mean, look, there's still a whole lot of season.
1: United are 39 sitting on 39 points and we're on 20. We're 10 points off and it's not crazy. It's not like it's over. That's three match days. That's three, three match matches. days, and we got uh, a whole plethora of players coming back from injury, and on top of that, all these new signings, so I'm not down and out, I mean, I'll, I also want to make a point on, like, the I've been seeing this on Twitter, they call the the the, the Arsenal-United game battle for the Prem, and they call this the Battle of Mid. The
0: Battle <laughs> of Mid, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> the Battle of that. Mid,
1: and then the West Ham Everton was El Sakico.
2: As <laughs> hey, Frank, Frank,
0: Frank. I don't know if y'all Frank. saw that, that video before the game where they're trying to give Frank like support or whatever, and he's yeah, such a fan. Bro. He looks so scared, man. He does. He does. He does. I felt There's bad so- for him, bro.
1: I mean, to be in his shoes, imagine you're, you're Everton, such a huge club, bro. The everything's riding on your shoulders, man. And then this was a must-win. But look, we'll get we'll get back to the Chelsea. I mean, I think ZH played a hell of a game. I think ZH had a hell of a game. Uh, um, him, him and Mortis might be a partnership right there. I think ZH is, is starting to play the best football I've seen him play since he's joined this club. Let's sink in. How long has he been here? And that he's game, that I long. think, yeah. at first, a couple of years, at first, I started to see what the quality, I'm starting to see that, that World Cup ZH. Uh, playing for Chelsea in this way, um, and then also, uh, of course, I want to give props to Aspiricueta coming in as a sub towards the end of the game and doing a hell of a job. Him and Tewa Silva doing a hell of a job, a hell of a job. I mean, Aspiricueta, bro, at his age, his fifth, 500th appearance for Chelsea, yeah,
0: 500. Um,
1: this guy, when he came in, bro, I mean, he's got gray hairs on him now, he looks different. Stat on me.
0: him, B, stat on him, real quick. Shout out to yeah. Eric. He got he yeah. he has here, he says, Aspiricueta is the sixth Chelsea player to have 500 club appearances, and first, um overseas player to do it for chelsea
1: yeah i mean this guy has has done so much he could have left he could have been playing for Barcelona right now but he chose to stay yeah he chose to stay and uh he's won everything at chelsea every single thing you could possibly win at chelsea he's won it so mad respects to him and also Thiago, bro 38 39 years old yeah he had yeah. a hell of a game bro i mean you know i'm excited bro for the first time in a while i'm finally excited to, for the future uh, because of this, our new signing, of the Union Ukraine player, Modric, and Felix is going to come back. Our players are coming back. So for me, I know we're sitting in 10th. We're sitting in the mid-table, but I think we have a bright future, and uh, I do love that the, the ownership is backing Potter because this is new to us. The ownership is backing the coach, and I'm excited. Just like Arteta was back, Arteta, Arteta was sitting in relegation zone, bro. Uh, yeah. uh, and now he's sitting in the, in the top of the league. So, you know, this is, I have, I have a feeling that this is as low as Chelsea's going to go this season. I feel like this is going to be as low as it's going to get. I think we're going to uh, go up from here. And, um, yeah, I'm excited. But I, uh, I think that Liverpool point was good for us. I think that was a good point.
0: Yeah. Uh, one more thing on that game. It says March 4th, 2021 was the last time Chelsea beat Liverpool. But also since Ma- <laughs> since March 4th, 2021, their next five matches have been draws and have gone to penalties, even though Liverpool won in penalties in the EFL and FA Cup Finals. Uh, one thing that I do want to bring in, Bali, on this, uh, Klopp sent a bit of a shot, bit of a jab, bit of a jab <laughs> here and there at uh, Wenger. Uh, Klopp managed his 1,000 game, and it ended on a draw, but he said in the post-game uh, conference, Arsene, Arsene Wenger lost his 1,000 match 6-0,
2: so I'm really happy. Thoughts on that little cheeky quote, Bali? Dissing, you're legend. There's levels, bro. <laughs> uh, Arson is a legend. You're just uh, a normal coach. They don't even want... I think you're... I wouldn't be surprised if they sack Klopp. It's just sack his them. way out. I think it's on his way them. out. It's just yeah, sack Yeah, his
1: way out, bro. You know, uh,
2: his way uh, out. Uh, just respect the... Know, know your levels, Klopp. Know your levels, you know? You're talking about a legend, okay? So put, put some respect on his name.
0: I was surprised Klopp said that because Klopp is usually a guy that, you know, is wise with his words, but this season, he's been losing it, mate. He's really,
2: yeah. really happy. Yeah, look, look, look at Darwin. How is that going for you? <laughs> it's
0: been tough. He also Bad. got rid of Mane. Bad
1: decision
2: yeah, right there. Bro. Got rid of Bad, Mane. What I happened? think that shook everything, bro. Yeah,
0: yep. that changed everything. Yep. 100%. Um, all righty. Before we do end the pod, I want to talk about just a little bit about the uh, Real Madrid side of things. We got Primo in he here. Mate, Primo, I got to get you in here on this topic. El Real Madrid sigue vivo en la Copa del Rey, tío. We came back. <laughs> Villarreal was up, bro. They were up, and I was sweating. I was like, man, the curse is alive. It happened again. We haven't won it since Gareth Bale did that cheeky run. Remember when he did that fantastic run against Mark Bartra and absolutely skyrocketed his career after that? I mean, he was already a superstar by then. But we, we, Gareth Bale made himself, you know, he announced himself to the world with that goal. But that was the last time Ramajur won the freaking Copa del Rey you would think that maybe we don't care about this this cup as much but a lot of Real Madrid fans want this tournament because we haven't won it in so so long. I mean I've heard Real Madrid fans say that they want this this tournament more than the Champions League or the league Oh my itself. god, damn. more than
1: the league well, itself. I don't know about yes. that, know. really.
0: Yes. That's
1: Believe sad. Or not.
2: That's so sad. Believe yeah, it or not. that Believe says, or not. says a lot right Bali. Says a lot. Believe Believe says, or not. A lot. says a lot. <laughs> and, and
0: and and things have really been been going south after the World Cup. Real Madrid hasn't really been flying. I mean, there's rumors of one of our best young players uh, trying to get a loan with Arsenal. Camavinga is supposedly flirting with that, Arsenal. Bro, that is. Ancelotti a, that is- came out and said that he's untouchable. He's not going anywhere. So, Primo, what was your your just give me your thoughts on everything that's been going on in the Real Madrid camp today? They beat Athletic Bilbao two 0 we came back in the Copa del Rey, Camavingas flirting with other clubs. I mean, we're not in the best form, but we seem to get results, bro. Go ahead, primo. Um,
3: yeah, man, and I think I think that's just Real Madrid, you know. Yeah, when they're in the best form, but somehow we're making it happen. <clears throat> uh, I was a little worried for that Copa del Rey game. Uh, Villarreal is a, is a good side, you know, good players, good quality there. And uh, but I didn't I didn't lose faith and so these guys you know brought it back um and we move on we play atletico madrid next in the copa del rey so that's going to be another interesting game a uh, big derby um so we'll see we'll see how we play out there um you know ben's showing out today hopefully he starts getting into form from from now on uh scoring a really good goal against uh, atletico vilbao and mm-hmm. um yeah. you know we saw that game you know we we played it very well um, you know, Atlético Bilbao hasn't beaten Real Madrid at home in over five, six years, I think. You know, it's been a while. So, you know, we keep that record going. And it's just, I think, you know, maybe it was, you know, this whole World Cup schedule maybe got us out of form a little bit. Um, it was a crazy, <laughs> crazy break. And, reaching,
2: uh, reaching for excuses, baby. Excuses, excuses, always, always. always how is that excuses, always. Excuses, every Madrid ex- excuse. I'm
3: agreeing with him, 100%. Ex- excuses, but somehow they still want our players. Okay.
0: Yeah, exactly, 100%. You know, the, the,
3: the you know, Camavinga off limits, and so.
0: Off limits. Off limits. Oh. Like like Modric and Cruz.
2: Wait, hold on. You playing? You playing? Your player wants to come to us, bro. He liked our post. We didn't go around liking his. He came and liked our post. Nah, it was he a might, rumor. It was a rumor. It must was be a unhappy. rumor. Must be how many times? You how many times,
0: times has your finger slipped and you accidentally like a tweet? It's oh, okay. happened. Nah, it doesn't it's happen.
1: to me. It doesn't happen to me. I'm doing that a lot of pictures.
2: It's an
1: accident. <laughs> it's <was> an accident. <laughs> it slips. Then you, my finger just then, slips.
2: Hurt. And then your it's coach, your coach, kind of, he kind of comes at your young player and tells him you have to shake my hand, what kind of what, what kind of guy is your coach okay, bro? Is, is Ancelotti alright in his in his brain, in his head? Respect. He all time or what? respect. Come on, bro. What do you mean respect? respect. respect. Rodrigo didn't Rodrigo didn't even see him. He did not even see him and now he wants to nah man, I mean
0: It all starts with
2: respect. Yeah. It
0: Whatever. all starts with with respect. Rodrigo owes Ancelotti his whole freaking career mate. So respect. Respect, respect, man. Respect. Yo, Just like Mourinho. <laughs> Just
2: like Mourinho. Respect, man. Respect. That, w- that was out of line. That was out of line. That was out of all line. All right, all right. We'll if I would, Arriba, what? I would I would I would have punched him in the face. Get out of my face. Oh gosh. <laughs> get out of my <laughs> <laughs> face. Chill out, Pochettino. Chill
0: out, Poch. Chill out, Poch. <laughs> All right, uh, we have some quick stats here for the Villarreal versus Real Madrid Copa del Rey round a sixteen match. Uh twelve shots for Villarreal, eleven for Real Madrid five hundred and ten passes for, for real 455 for madrid seven tackles for real 15 for los blancos 22 for los submarinos which is Villarreal, 17 for el madrid 45 duels for Villarreal, 55 for el, el madrid um why do i bring those notes up or well, just because i want to just say one more send one more shout out and that's to danny ceballos who i have to apologize to because one, a previous podcast i came on here and i was like i'm looking at the at, at the bench and Ancelotti is getting Ceballos ready to come on the pitch, and I'm just confused because we need a goal, and he's bringing him on. Well, this match in the Copa del Rey, Ceballos comes on and gets the winner off of a beautiful finish, man, just into the bottom corner, a great finish, and he's showing qualities. He showed qualities in the, in the Champions League campaign last season. He played in all the big games. He played versus Chelsea. He played versus City. He played versus PSG. Ceballos, he has slowly been coming up for Real Madrid, but he hasn't made that impact. That'll make fans be talking about him. But I think that this goal in the Copa del Rey is a really good direction for him to go. It's a really good step for him to go in that direction that he needs to go with Real Madrid fans. And Real Madrid, to be honest, we need a Spanish player to help us go into glory. We have some of the best Brazilian and French talent from all over the world and talent right from... All over the world, but we need Spaniards in our club in order to truly, truly be successful. um One more thing that I can note: the Athletic and Madrid game. Some stats from there: 18 shots for uh, Bilbao, 10 for Madrid, 437 for Bilbao, 467 for Madrid, 13 tackles, one for Athletic Bilbao, eight for Madrid, 17 fouls for Athletic, 10 for Madrid, 43 duels for Athletic Bilbao, 52 for Madrid, and the expected xG 1.21 for Athletic Bilbao. And 1.12 for Real Madrid. Anything else we can add onto the European segment, yeah? I think we uh, we kind of touched up on anyth- everything.
1: I, I do want to mention one, a couple of things actually, bro. Uh, two things: uh, uh, Jube getting deducted 15 yes. points, bro. Yes, Crazy.
0: They are That's crazy.
1: <clears throat> they got in trouble with some of the transfers, and including the Arthur, um, uh,
0: who went to uh, um, he got went to tossed around, man. He went to uh, yeah. isn't he at Liverpool? Yeah.
1: He's yeah.
0: So Liverpool. he
1: the the initial transaction was a swap between Barcelona and Juve for Arthur and, and who went to uh, who went to Barca I can't remember his name um Bianic yeah Bianic yeah. right so Damn, I remember that wow so that 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 deal is part of this controversy as well and then they've been they've been messing with the books they've been um messing with a lot of young signings a lot of underage signings and it's 15 point deduction to them so I wanted to bring that up because that's you know obviously big news for Juve Jovi. Juve is not winning
0: Anything this seems year. like, I mean, uh, seems like Juve has a, has one big scandal in them every decade or every, 15 years.
1: Yeah, there's always something with them. Um, yeah. they haven't been the same since
0: you can see they were sent to the third division once, weren't they? Because of they, some match fixing stuff, they like they were in sent 2006, to second, second division, second, yeah, like in 2006, yeah, so we have to like pull that, that
1: up to, to have the details. But yeah, they've already been in some scandals before, um, for match yeah. fixing as well. So I wanted to bring that up. I get your thoughts on that, but also, um Reina, Gio Reina scoring a golazo. Yeah, yeah, you're him, right. You're doing right. the whole chatter, then the whole, yeah. the whole this, and then the whole cupping. I mean, he did that all in 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 one in one. He segment. did everything. He did everything all in one celebration by scoring that banger of a goal. Uh, I wonder who he's talking about. <laughs> oh, we know. Oh, we know.
0: I think somebody's <laughs> name that rhymes with Fred Merhalter.
1: Yeah, something like that. What? Fred what? Merhalter.
0: <laughs> Fred
1: Merhalter. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I I wanted to bring that up to you guys. Um, A lot of of these things going around the the, the football world here.
0: Yeah. Actually, Eric has it right here. He says, Juve get a 15-point deduction over the capital gains investigation into alleged false accounting and transfer dealing. Juve can appeal the decision, but only time can tell what happens for the Bianconeri. Um, Juve are considering a bid for David De Gea. I don't know if that Uh, will happen. I don't know. And uh, Roma reject the bid from Spurs for Sanolio. Bundesliga News, Jan Sommer, thirty-four year old goalkeeper, to Bayern contract till twenty twenty five, and it was around eight million plus one point five in Adams. That that is because Manuel Neuer was in a skiing accident. And I think he broke his legs or broke one of his legs or something like that. But he was in a skiing accident recently. So hopefully he can get well soon. But Jan Sommer, really good goalkeeper. Low key, one of the <laughs> best goalkeepers in Europe, bro. Jan Sommer. Yeah.
1: And it says really a lot too game. in the Bundesliga really how how much Bayern just dominate the league and dictate these transfers. I mean they just kind of pick from their own league, which is is yeah. unfortunate because if you want to yeah. grow the Bundesliga, make it more competitive, that's the the last thing you need to be doing. Is every time you get a good player, it just goes towards the best team in that league. So here they go again doing the same thing. Well, um, I guess uh,
0: if, if if history uh, repeats itself, they'll go after Gio uh, Reina soon, huh? Nah. Yeah, I mean you, uh, yeah,
1: you would you would assume so. If not, they are first dips um, in, yeah. in 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 that transition. Um, but that makes Napoli twelve points clear of uh, AC Milan. Um, so Napoli on their way to get that Scudetto, man. That's pretty interesting. You know, Chuk, our boy Chuk is in that squad too. Oh yeah. Um,
0: oh yeah. So you know, be- Mexican Twitter. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was that. on
1: it. It was on it quick,
0: you know. They, 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 oh, yeah, oh, yeah, brother. Oh, yeah, they have to. I mean, what are they going to yeah. cover? Chicharito playing in these YouTube yeah. leagues? No, bro, they got to cover yeah, some real soccer, some real freaking soccer, bro. Chicharito should be embarrassed playing in these YouTube leagues, bro. Go back yeah. to your club and help, uh, Pooch have fun in LA. Yeah, the Alex... kid is over here saying that he's bored. Go, go help Butch. <laughs> he's bored in LA, bro. He's bored oh, in LA. He's, LA. he's bored in LA, LA. Came, came out with. This is interesting. Check this out. So the LA Galaxy fans had a huge like thing going on on Twitter, saying that they're going to protest the first um, uh, el el tráfico of the season. What? Um, yeah, something like that's going on, but it's right? A big, but
1: it's a big. It's yeah. going to be in the Rose Bowl, right? It's
0: gonna yeah, be, but okay. they're 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 protesting somebody still being employed by their club. Some guy named Klein. I don't know exactly what position he holds for the Galaxy, but they're trying to protest that. And the day after, we get this tweet or this information to come out saying that Butch is bored in L.A. And now everybody's talking about Butch being bored in L.A. <laughs> and the L.A. protest is now kind of like in the back of everybody's minds and the Carson side of things. So hopefully they can get that sorted out. I know LAFC fans and LAFC, the team itself, are licking their licking their fingers, bro, just getting ready to feast on this Carson side, bro. Because LA, LAFC is, is not going to let easy on them, mate. Yeah. Yep. Well, uh I exhausted my notes. Looks like we covered most of the things we wanted to. We talked about Austin, we talked about our teams. Anything else we want to add on this on this episode, boys. Episode seventy six, by the way, if if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, seventy-six, man. Yeah, we're getting
1: close yeah. to that hundred. Yeah, we'll be uh we will be back in the stew soon. So um, yes. we're doing a little Skype episode, so uh stay tuned for that. We will return and yeah, I mean, appreciate everybody that listens to us. I mean, I'm I'm grateful to to talk soccer and also to see with you guys and then have our fans that listen to us. So
0: Hundred percent. Once again, thank you, B Bali Primo, for being here, and also to the listeners for checking us out. Make sure to tell your friends, tell your coworkers, anybody that's interested in listening to an Austin FC podcast or something that talks about world football. Uh, we're gonna have some 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 things coming up here in 2023 this season. We're gonna have. Uh, I actually am talking to a uh, a writer that's going to be uh maybe doing some articles for us so be interested be on the lookout for that we're going to be coming up with a bunch of stuff the regular stuff also that we've been doing we're not going to stop so be ready for the fan reactions be ready for the spaces the post match spaces remember those yeah they're coming back yes, uh, regular sir. top flight podcast you know we're going to we're going to keep it rolling um Really, some of the best coverage for Austin FC, independent coverage, you know, led by fans, for the fans, right here, we're Austin TV and Top Flight Podcast, and like B said, we thank everybody that listens and subscribes to us. Make sure to give us a like, review, and we'll see you soon for episode 77, Rigoni episode coming up. I can't wait. <laughs> Rigoni episode. All right, y'all. Um, Cat- Dallas Cowboys are out. Sorry for Dallas Cowboys fans. Yeah. I'm very sorry, but Ooh. hey, Austin FC has a preseason coming up, so have a good night, everybody. Be safe. Later, boys. Thank you